Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Chris Malone with a look at KTK Morning News for Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. An Ocala man remains in jail after allegedly pointing a gun at a man who was standing outside a local bar. The Marion County Sheriff's Office responded to Duffy's Pub on State Road 40 early Sunday morning. The victim reportedly told deputies that the suspect, later identified as 31-year-old Omar Sanchez, approached him out front wearing a trench coat and cowboy hat and pointed a gun at him unprompted. Sanchez was found under a food truck parked at the bar with a firearm, a machete, a hatchet, and numerous rounds of ammunition. He allegedly told deputies that he was protecting the bar from the victim. Sanchez has been charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and openly carrying a firearm. The Florida Department of Health must release three years of detailed COVID-19 data as part of a settlement that was announced Monday. The Florida Center for Government Accountability and former Florida House Representative Carlos Guillermo Smith filed the lawsuit after the state denied a COVID-19 data records request on pediatric hospitalizations in August of 2021. That was during the height of the deadly Delta variant and when Florida led the nation in cases per capita and pediatric hospitalizations. The lawsuit claims the missing data hindered school board decisions on how to best protect students. The state stopped giving detailed COVID data on June 2021, instead posting general information every two weeks. Now the state must publish detailed COVID-19 data weekly online for the next three years, while state officials included in the lawsuit admit no wrongdoing. And an Illinois school teacher was awarded a Guinness World Record for the longest career as a social studies teacher. 76-year-old Paul Dorites has been teaching social studies at Woodland Middle School since September 1st, 1970, when Richard M. Nixon was president and the Beatles were still together. Over the past 53 years, he developed and led various social studies workshops and set up social studies programs, including Civil War Days, Mock Political Elections, and Geography Bees. Dorites says his father sparked his interest in history when he was 11. Although teaching the same subject at the same school for over five decades might be a bit daunting, Dorites says he has no plans to retire and hopes to break his own record next year. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Authorities are investigating the death of a Florida skydiver who was found dead on the front lawn of a Titusville home. Police and fire rescue were called to the Space Coast home just after noon Saturday when a man wearing skydiving attire and gear was found lying on the ground. 69-year-old Frederick C. Morello of Ormond Beach was pronounced dead at the scene. A home surveillance video allegedly shows Morello's parachute fully deployed moments before making a hard landing on the lawn. 
It is unknown if the skydiver died while in the air or as a result of his landing. Police say the investigation is ongoing. A Florida lawmaker has introduced a bill that would require most brick-and-mortar businesses to accept cash payments. House Bill 35 would penalize any business that refuses to accept cash as payment with fines up to $10,000 for multiple offenses. The sponsor of the cash bill, Representative Dr. Joel Rudmond of Navarre, says growing concerns of electronic purchases being traced led him to file his bill. While critics argue such a law would overstep the government in telling businesses how they can operate, Rudman says the legislation gives consumers the freedom to pay however best suits them. A Pew Research Center survey last year found over 40% of adults no longer use cash for payments during a typical week. The measure is now in subcommittee pending further review. And a Boston woman running in Chicago's marathon last weekend stopped at mile 21 to rescue a kitten and was able to find a new home before she finished the race. Sarah Bohan says that she was nearing a personal marathon record when she spotted the cowering kitten about five miles from the finish line Sunday afternoon. After picking up the kitten and continuing the race, Bohan encountered some spectators about a mile down the road who were super excited to give the kitten a new home. Bohan finished the 26-mile race in 3 hours, 31 minutes, and 35 seconds, and although she says it was not her personal best, she is very happy about the day's events.